Do you remember the time when Jane fucked Declan? Remember the time? Do you remember the time when Allie sent those pictures? Remember the time when Pete was on meth? Do you remember the time when Johnny got a haircut? Pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good stuff there. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I have no show-related bits to do right here because mm. we haven't watched an episode. No, we Unbelievable. haven't. Unbelievable. I know. I'm just your just your old pal Pat here. Yeah, it's we finished season nine, so this is a special yeah. episode here. Yeah, the Degrassi yearbook. That's what we call it. Mm-hmm. And I hate this episode because I never remember <laughs> anything that happened, and that's like literally I'm still trying to f- fill in my answers. Mm-hmm. I don't. I got a bunch blank. This is like this is the homework episode to me. Mm-hmm. You love this episode because you probably liked homework when you were a kid. No, I didn't like homework, but I like trying to remember some of the great moments that happened in the season. So I go back and I read my notes and I go, oh, yeah, that was the episode where Riley started to really like that lifeguard and right. got a boner in the pool. And like, oh, yeah, yeah remember Blue? He's gone now. <laughs> Are you talking about Blue Chessex? Yeah, Blue Chessex. <laughs> How could I forget and, his first oh and my, last name? We watched the season. We had a couple of breaks. So like we've been watching right. the season since like the beginning of this year. <laughs> Did we have this? Yeah, we've been watching this like since before B was born, I think. <laughs> I will say looking back over the IMDb uh, synopsis of these episodes mm-hmm. as I was trying to fill out these lists, I came up, I, I came away with the idea that this is a better season than I think we really thought it was. Yeah, it it. Had some really boring episodes in it. There's a lot that we're like, this didn't go there and it wasn't fun, but it had also some really great moments. And I had quite a few, like, I feel like it was high highs and low lows in this season. There were no middling episodes. My favorite thing of the season was you remembering that his name was Blue Chessex. (laughs) (laughs) When there's no world where they have said Chessex on the show. They have not, but that's his name. Like, you can look it up. I listen. Yeah. I would never fact check you. Yeah, I believe you through and through. You could tell me anything, and I'm going to believe it. That's the kind of person <laughs> I think you are, and the kind of person I am. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the time? I guess I'm not supposed to sing Michael Jackson because he's done. Yeah, that's your choice. <laughs> when we first met, girl. Which girl? Allie. Jenna. We met Jenna this season. We did. Did we? Yeah. She came this season? Jenna came this season. She early on was like, Claire Bear, I'm going to be your best friend. Also, I have a boyfriend stealer. (laughs) We met Dave this season. Dave Chessex. (laughs) And who else? Oh, Declan and Fiona were also new this season. Deck, Deck and Fifi. Deck, Deck and Fifi Chessex, of Mm -hmm. course. Dave Chessex the whole feels Chessex like a real clan. Name. Oh no, Dave Checkets. He was <laughs> used to. He used to own the Knicks. Oh, okay. When we first 
just met a girl. Anyway, so we're going to yearbook it up. This is the superlatives episode. We look back. We take mm-hmm. a fond look back on the season that had just passed, and we give out bests and worsts. And although in a real yearbook, I don't think there would be like worst person. Like they wouldn't mm-hmm. do worsts. No, no. Most likely to not a succeed. Cop. <laughs> <laughs> Some people would think that was a compliment. Yeah. Most likely to not succeed. Most likely to be, I don't know. Most likely to live in a van down by the river to really Most likely us. to end up on a fucking traffic median shaking with the shakes because you've just have a one day meth addiction and both of those Peter things Stone. Peter also bought a van in this season so both of those are very relevant to him so how you feeling you got answers you got pretty ironclad answers I'm for feeling, all 36 I'm of these uh, 36 of these entries that we do I'm feeling pretty good there's some ones that were like obvious standouts of like oh yes this is above and beyond but then there's some where it's like oh there's like seven people I could write down for this right and and theoretically, how we do this is I go first or like I say to mm-hmm. you and then you say to me mm-hmm. and then I say to you. But what's going to end up happening is it's going to be so many that I don't have an answer for it. I'm going to say you do this one. So you're probably going to lead most of these. OK, well, do you want to lead the ones you have an answer for? I have an answer for for a majority. of them. OK, OK. And I think I can come up with answers on the fly because I, 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 I have a lot of thoughts. OK. And uh, once season. we start talking about things, you know, and it jogs your memory. We still had Mia in the beginning of this season to tell you like how long it's been. Oof. And funnily enough, I was like fully prepared to be like best episode that Jane episode when she struggles with her um the sexual assault stuff, which is not in this season. Mm-mm. This is last last season. Yeah. So I was all over the place in my thinking what was and was not from this season. Well, it's weird because seasons eight and nine are technically one school year. Right. And then what Ooh, ends up happening after this is that they, um, what's it called when they retroactively change something on a TV show? Retcon. Thank you. Um, they do that with the graduation years for a lot of these people. So right. what what happens is that like Sav, Anya, Holly J, all these people who are still there are seniors next year. But then this class was supposed to be the class of 2008. And then the next one is the class of 2011. So they just like oh, jump because yeah. they, they were doing these like half seasons. Mm-hmm. So really this graduating class would have graduated like <laughs> two seasons ago, technically. There's a real shift because now we're moving into Degrassi, not the next generation. Everything's a two-parter. It's a, it's going to be a different feel, kind of like when you move to next class. So does this mean when I do my whole spiel at the beginning, do I start back at zero? No, I would keep going but because this is not I, Degrassi, the next generation episode. No, it's just 10, Degrassi. 10, it's weird though because I consider this, even though it's like. I don't know. It's weird because these ones continued straight on. They just kind of changed. They like tweaked the name. There was no All right. break. All right. It's tough. I don't know. It's up to you. I don't know. You, get, you have a whole I week to figure it out. Because it's a bit like we're talking about Degrassi, more specifically Degrassi episode 1001, which is yeah. the first episode of the 10th season of Degrassi. Not yeah, the next because generation. it's interesting, though, because it's the 10th season, though. It's not the first season. That's a good point. Yeah. So That's I say continuation. Point. then. That's a salient point. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good to me. Okay. 
Let's fuck this episode. Let's fuck it. Ready? You ready to fuck it? Mm, I need to be warmed up a little bit first. We, we should oh. start with this first uh, this first category. You need a little amuse-bouche before yeah, you can... Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, you need a little amuse-bouche before the amusing of the bush. <laughs> it's going to take me a little bit to get to that overall MVP, so you know. <laughs> Gross. I shouldn't be allowed to live. Okay, I'm going to ask you first. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go through a number of categories. We're not going to tell you them now. We'll tell you them as we get to them. We've, there's about 52. So we have time. We'll be here for a while. We're going to start off with a classic category. Mm -hmm. This probably ends up in all your yearbooks because mm -hmm. it is it is the kind of um, superlative you want to get mm -hmm. because it's a good one. And it means you've got some sartorial uh, style. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Some style, style. Uh, you got an eye for the clothes. You're a clothes horse, as they say. Who, Rachel, do you have as Degrassi, the next generation, season nine's best dressed character? I had a hard time with this one because I didn't have a lot of notes about people's outfits. There were a lot of outfits that reminded me oh, of the late 2000s, which had a specific style that I did not care for. Um, but I went with Danny Van Zandt. Oh, the vest. You got the taken vest. in by the vest. Got taken in by the vest. I was like, you know what? It was very stylish. It stood out to me. You're a vested lady. You're invested mm -hmm. in Danny's vests. Yeah. So I, I gave it to Danny Van Zandt. So how about you? I went with another character, not Danny Van Zandt, though mm -hmm. that's a good answer. It's good. This will not be a ding. We will not ding off the bat. Mm -mm. I went with somebody who sometimes dresses like a normal person. Mm -hmm. And that's not getting this person best dressed, but sometimes this person goes to a field and dresses like a orc or a fairy princess <laughs> or a goblin or a ghoul or a what have you, any number of things. Or a gabagool. In the, hey, <laughs> a gabagool, this fucking guy. So I gave it to Anya, but only when she's lopping. That was a good one. I did I, think about that when I was going through. I was like, oh, yeah, the LARPing was like the only costuming that I really came across. Yeah, I couldn't really think of anybody else's clothes in this in the season. Yeah. I'm sure I'm and sure there's a, a better answer. But. I know that Anya and Fifi did the outfits for the play also, but there wasn't anything like super outstanding in that play that I felt needed to be pointed out. No, really not at all, I would say. The play was mm -hmm. pretty like a run of the mill. It was like in a... Peter was in a jersey. She was wearing like fake uh, alien things on her head. Mm -hmm. What do you call those antennas? Yeah, I was gonna say so, antlers. That's not the right word. <laughs> no, she needs to communicate with the with the space. Mm -hmm. So she has antlers. Which <laughs> antlers? No, I called them antlers. <laughs> now you got me calling them antlers because <laughs> it's like antenna. <laughs> She's got these antennas, and they go rah, 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 and they get mm -hmm. cable. She gets cable through mm -hmm. them. She could watch Buzzer, the Buzzer channel, which is the game show channel. Oh, yeah. You I've been love watching, that one, right? I've been, watching a <laughs> lot, I've been watching a lot of old game shows. Nice. And let me tell you something about old game shows on the Buzzer channel. You got your password. You got your password plus. You got your classic concentration. You got, new, you got all these game shows. Mm -hmm. You cannot go three minutes before something is sexist like mm -hmm. and like just joyfully sexist like ha ha isn't that today the other day i was watching an episode of uh 
Password. I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. One of those shows. Mm-hmm. And it was like 100 people surveyed and uh, 100 women were surveyed. And it was asked how many, um, this was card sharks, how many out of 100 women like to have sex with, with the lights off? Mm-hmm. And then you're supposed to answer, and then the other person is supposed to say over and under, and mm-hmm. whoever wins gets to like play the game. So the the older woman was uh, this uh, was an older German woman whose name was like funny, like a funny stereotypical German name that I can't think of right now, like Hedda mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Oh, you know, I think it's like a sixty people." And then it goes to a young woman, like a college aged woman, mm-hmm. who says. I don't have any experience in this area, but I think it's probably like over something. And the host of the show was like, oh, you don't have much experience. Oh, what does that mean? And then he's like, and then he like takes a minute and thinks he goes, all the men in the audience want me to ask, but I won't. I was like, that is so fucking creepy mm-hmm. that like it's a joke. They want her him to ask her if she's ever fucked anybody <laughs> on a oh morning game show. And then oh every God. other thing is like a hundred housewives. How shitty is the life of a housewife? It's just like oh everything. My God. It's very, yeah. it's very sad. It's a sad because this is like only the seventies and eighties. Yeah. It's not oh, that yeah, long yeah. ago. Anyway, uh, Anya's LARPer. <laughs> Check out Buzzer, the Buzzer <laughs> Network. <laughs> it's up and down from Antenna TV. I don't know. Good stuff though. Antler TV. Mm-hmm. So TV. moving on, our next category is a tried and true favorite, uh, a, a tricky one, I would say this season, because there weren't a lot of them in it, but it's uh, the best adult. So, yeah. Pat, who was mm-hmm. your best adult in season nine? We had a lot of fun with this one last time because Sandy pointed out to us that we could officially uh, have Spinner be the best adult. But I didn't want to do that two times in a row because mm-hmm. I already did that last time. I think mm-hmm. you also did Spinner as best adult mm-hmm. last time. So I was sort of like between two places here. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I went with our old friend, Dom Perignon. And I'm going to oh. tell you why. Because he's had quite a change of heart, this guy. Yeah. He's really gone from a from an outright bastard to like a pretty kind of night. Like you see him, he gives a test here and there. He's just kind of doing his thing. Then he has the episode with Marco when he's just like a world weary teacher, sort of Mm -hmm. like teaching him the ropes and being like, "Look, I used to take my guitar here every day," and I was like, "Oh, you used to have dreams." And that really is what being a best adult is all about: is about having your dreams squandered. And just kind of like <laughs> coasting through life until you have the sweet release of death. So Dom Perignon, everybody, my yeah. best adult. What about you, Rach? I couldn't think of anyone who was in it very much. Um, I forgot about that episode that Dom Perignon was in. I was thinking of Coach Carson, definitely not the best adult. Hatsu was not in it very much at all. And I would have given it to her because it's her last season, but she was like barely in it. So I but didn't you're feel saving like that, that was... You're saving that for overall MVP though, right? Right, yeah. Oh, Hatsu, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was like, I don't know about her. And then there's that art teacher for a couple of episodes. And I mean, I guess technically any of the college years could be adults, but like there's not a lot of like classic adults in this. So I also went for spinner, which I, (laughs) yeah, right. I did choose that last one too, but because he features so prominently in it and he's, you know, he's the manager of the dot. He is a, you know, a figure of authority. Classic adult is very funny. He's also playing the police officer in the music video for students. There weren't a lot of classic adults in this season. No, not a lot of classic adults, <laughs> only 20-year-old adults. 
my other side of the coin. Oh, I really wanted like a 45 year old, but you know, there's not enough of them. But Don Perignon was a good one. My other side of the coin was the owner of the dot who we met. I do year. like that. The owner of the dot who we met twice, but like, I felt like if he had been a little bit more prominent, he could have been considered. Also, com- we are completely counting the movie here, right? We're not mm-hmm. discounting the movie. That's yeah, part no. of the season. Yep. Um, good. All right. So there we go. We're down to down two mm-hmm. categories. Next up. I know this is a favorite of yours because you love to get oh. shocked. I Rachel, do. What I did love you think? the surprise. What you think was the shocking moment? There's a lot of things that could have been considered a shocking yeah. moment in this season. This was um, an, this was like a hard one, but yeah, in a good a hard way because there was like a lot. too many choices. But in my heart of hearts, even though I knew it was coming, I think that the Emma Spinner wedding was like wow, such a God. shock. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I was just like, that is not something that I any of us could have predicted like imagine you didn't know that was going to happen like that's what i said last week how people must have reacted to that who didn't know i would have been appalled like oh my god i was so it's it's a big one that's a great answer and i didn't even think of it because it's not shocking in the way that my brain my brain went to like scandalous hpv yeah 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 kinda twin cest hpv do you remember the one where Johnny has genital warts and then Allie starts looking up stuff on the internet? Right. <laughs> it's just like never a good place. My mind, you know where my mind up. went when you said HPV? Uh-huh. To that movie we watched. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> with what's her name? Marsha yeah, Gayhart. That Gay was Hart. not a good one. So I think the best answer is is Spinner and Emma getting married, but I'm not going to pick it because I didn't pick it. It was your mm-hmm. answer. Perfect answer. Best answer. Mm-hmm. That is the right answer. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The HPV website was myowndiagnosis.com. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Keep going. All right. Okay. Um, so for me, I, I took shocking moment a little more literal mm-hmm. uh, as to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. Mm-hmm. Even though... I can believe we saw it coming from a mile away, but then we kind of convinced ourselves that maybe we were being too cynical and that it wouldn't happen. And mm-hmm. then of course it did happen, which was the coach, the stuff with the coach and KC yeah. when he had him in the hotel and he was giving him beers and getting him to watch porn and doing all this weird, weird yeah. sexual abuse stuff that was like, just, it's not your, uh, it's not like the way the way about. they did it. I mean, we in the, our episode about that, we questioned it so much. We were just like, what? what? Like, not to say that that's not abusive because it is. We were just like, why this series of events? Like it was it was we shocking. actually got a great response to that, I believe, on the mm-hmm. Facebook page mm-hmm. from from one of the broomheads explaining it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. So and and that helping helpful explanation from our our broomhead friend was i think what got me there and uh Mm -hmm. yeah it was shocking to me it wasn't that it was not abuse it was literally just that it was like such a strange string of events i'm like storytelling wise i'm like oh my god what's gonna happen next (laughs) like literally yeah 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 totally there's a gun in the car and <laughs> there's a prostitute. And he was living in a hotel. The whole thing was very mm-hmm. bizarre. It escalated quickly. So we're up. Yeah. We're up. I'm up now. Mm-hmm. Who's up? I'm up. You gotta mm-hmm. 
All right. All right. Um, so we're up to best beef, which, you know, yeah, means fart. the fights. Mm-hmm. The best fart. Mm-hmm. It's the best fart in the episode. Who had the best fart? Um, best beef. Best fight. Best, best, best argument. Best sort of like tension underneath the surface, bubbling underneath the surface. Uh, I don't really know. Who did you, what did uh, I don't think there's a lot of them in this season. Um, You know, there's some breakups between couples. And so there's some fights around that. There was, you know, Jane and Manny had a weird cat fight in that last episode, which we didn't like. Um, I put down uh, Johnny DeMarco and Bruce the Moose. If you remember, mm-hmm, I do remember they got into an Look argument. Look who we have here, or something like that. The most. It was after Johnny cut his hair, and he thought that he was magic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look, he was like he was above and better than Bruce the Moose. <laughs> that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say one of the best beefs mm-hmm. of the season was between Hot Peter. And the sweet, sweet, sweet methamphetamine. (laughs) Because they didn't get along great. They seemed to have a little Mm -hmm. bit of an issue with one another. Because it Mm -hmm. really took over and it relentlessly didn't let go. So I'm going to say for me, he had to get off it. He had to have his mom come back from Regina. The -hmm. whole deal. Um, So I'm going hot Pete and methamphetamine is my best beef. Which is what I had, but I was waiting to see if I could be swayed by something else. Because <laughs> I couldn't think of really of any. I know Johnny DeMarco and mm-hmm. Allie. Yeah, kinda. and I guess Claire and Jenna slash KC kind of. Yeah, Claire and Jenna, but like Claire and Jenna was who? And then at the end, Holly J and Fiona. Yeah, yeah. Holly J and Fiona. That is, I actually did think of Holly J and Fiona, but then I was like, eh. Yeah, I didn't enjoy that. Yeah, totally. All right, now my turn to go to you. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. One of the good ones. Who did you have as the most annoying character of the season? I had a tough time with this one, too. I had to really think about who annoyed the shit out of me yeah. for most of the season. Um, and it's not to say that this character won't be great in the future, you know? It's just that this was a time where I was just like, nope, this person is really annoying. I feel bad for everyone who has to be Ooh, around them. I, did, I love this. Because this person is like a little tornado coming in and ruining things for other people. Oh, and that I person is, is Jenna. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Before every time this gets answered, we should have we should drop. Who can it be now? <laughs> <laughs> That's for every single every question. Every single one. I'll just do it. I'll just <laughs> okay, say Okay, okay. So you don't have to drop it. Let's go. <laughs> Who can it be now? Yeah, I didn't it's, find Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I don't think I don't think that she's super annoying, but thinking of that word she was the one who felt the most true to that to me because she came in and she was like, Oh my God, Claire, I want to be your best friend. Lols. I'm yeah, a boyfriend stealer. And then like, she went and like did that and then acted like, oops, like me, well, I'm a problem. And then was just kind of, I don't know when she was applying for that job at the dot, she's like, I worked at the Calgary stampede and f- serving flapjacks. And she that's was singing my singing all the time. She's singing all the time. She was fine in the play. Her song in the play was great too. And I have a feeling that I'm not going to dislike Jenna necessarily in the future, but this season I think is like the her low. See, I have a feeling it's going to get worse. 
Mm. But we'll see. Um, I also agree because she was also like encouraging Casey to be like, just ask Claire to cheat on on her. Yes. She is definitely the most annoying. That's the. But best she's answer. that kind of person who's like, "Who me? I can't do anything wrong. You could, you couldn't hate me." And it's like, actually, I can. <laughs> like, and she has that very like I've said this a million times that very Christian vibe about her. Yeah, yeah. Could just be the way she like dresses and looks in her hair, but yeah, and that Aryan vibe. Mm-hmm, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. The blonde hair, blue eyed Christian thing she's got going on. Um, that's the right answer. That's the best answer. That was not mm-hmm. the answer I had, but I kind of oh. just want to go with it. Because mm-hmm. my answer I don't love because I feel bad calling this person annoying. Oh. But who is it? I want to know. I had Riley down as my most mm. annoying. But he's not really the most annoying. He's yeah. just the worst. See, he's like the worst. Like, he's the character mm-hmm. who, when it's like an episode is going to be about him, I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, uh, here we go. Yeah. I sort of get bummed out by it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to go with your answer. I'm going to ding you, which okay. I'm, this is, I'm cheating. I'm basically Casey and you're Claire and mm-hmm. I'm cheating off of you, your yeah. test paper yeah. to answer the question. And more. you're later going to tell Mr. Armstrong that you cheated and I'm not going to have to do anything. And I'm, but I'm, yeah, I'm going to say she had no idea. Mm-hmm. Cause I was initially going to say that I thought she was like, not that annoying in this se- season because she wasn't in it as much, I guess, but she mm-hmm. really does come come on very strong on the at the outset. Yeah, so. she's not in it a lot, and the time she, that she's in it, she is kind of annoying. But honestly, there's a lot of people who are annoying, but there wasn't a lot of standouts. Yeah, 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 totally. But I'm so oh. I'm going to agree mm-hmm. with you. All right, so we're on to your favorite. I, you know, this this as. As the plights of some of these characters become realer Mm -hmm. and as the sort of troubles that they have become more serious, Mm -hmm. this category burning down. Well, no, no. Like, (laughs) you know, it was funny to say that, like, Jimmy was sad because, like, he lived in a cold house. Like, (laughs) this was born out of. Like talking yeah. about how Jimmy was sad because he did when I when this category was first presented, mm-hmm. but now it's like these are real struggles that these people are going through. So mm-hmm. it feels a little mean now. Mm-hmm. This the category of saddest. I'm not suggesting we stop doing it. I'm yeah. just letting. I'm just saying that I feel a little bit guilty about doing it now. But I will tell oh. you who I picked. Yeah, I don't feel guilty because I feel like these people need to be recognized for having sad storylines. I know, but we also laugh at the sadness a little bit, don't we? Yeah. Kind of. Well, this, I mean, depends on who you pick. Oh, I didn't God. pick someone I used to, to laugh at this when, time. When so we were doing this initially and it would be like, oh, yeah, Ellie. I used to pick. Yeah, <laughs> it was like so funny. Yeah. It was different. Yeah, this one is not as funny anymore. Unfortunately, I think it's become more serious. I also think this is probably a recency bias answer mm, because mm-hmm. we just watched it. And I really came away from this, the movie, mm-hmm. uh, thinking that Fiona is the saddest character mm-hmm. um, because just this like eminent, just like sad loneliness that she obviously feels this yeah. kind of like transitory lifestyle and not being able to, I think, relate to the people that she and I think this is her is true of her life in the rich world. 
where mm-hmm. she has a hard time relating to those people and therefore like internalizes it a little bit and then just becomes the like monstrous version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so yeah, so I picked Fiona as my saddest kid. <laughs> I, so I, I wrote down two because I was having a hard time choosing between them. And I thought same thing about recency bias because I also wrote down Fiona first because I was yeah. like, I feel like, especially the way that ended, she didn't get a lot of good story in this season. She like was Riley's beard and then she wanted to be in the play, but can't sing. And so then she got to like assist Anya on like the costumes and then everything in New York. And that's really all she got this season. So I was like, she is really sad. I also wrote down Casey. Yeah, because, I did too. Those were the two I had yeah, written down. Yeah, yeah, because KC, like, and I had a hard time choosing between them because I'm like, they're sad in different ways. And KC also, like, leaves Claire for his new girlfriend and, like, is doing great in basketball. But then he has such a sad life. And then he, like, family life, not, like, his life overall, right. but, like, he lives in a group home and he is like embarrassed by it. And then like, he's doing really well in the basketball team. And he has this mentor who turns out to be a piece of shit. Yep. And like, it's just, I feel really sad for him. The only thing that held me back from Casey was like the whole Claire cheating thing, because he was a real dick to her then. And I'm like, ah, like you got that shitty girlfriend telling you what to do. Totally. And I, I was really happy when Claire stood up to him then, but I was torn between those two because I feel like they're both the saddest. So I'm glad you had the same two down. I did have the same two. And I also toyed, I thought I toyed with Riley a little bit because he was going. Yeah. Through. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, you're going with Casey. Your pick is Casey. It's oh, yeah. It was a tough one. Well, I mean, I'll go with Casey. You can go with Fiona. Right. Like, I think since we had them both. covered. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm loving this. McDonald's. <laughs> All right, whose turn is it to ask? It is your turn. Okay, this was a newer one that we added probably five seasons ago, but it wasn't in the original. Uh, really? I don't think so. Maybe it was. Okay. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was I feel like, like we've been doing it the, we have. the whole time. Yeah. We've been. Oh, we probably. Maybe we have. I don't know. Listen. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to me. It's, of course, the classic Manny Santos. Uh, what is it like? Uh, what would you say? Memorial, Memorial. Thirstiest. It's the Manny Santos <laughs> Memorial Thirstiest Degrassi. And what do you got? Who do you got? Um, who could it be now? Who could it be now? Uh, there's, there was no, like, there was not a lot of thirsting. You know, there was some general, like, oh, I want to date somebody and I want to have this relationship and I'm going to do these crazy things to make these relationships happen. Um, but the person who seemed to be really like going after people the most and craving that in some way was Dave. Dave, Dave. Oh, right. Dave check. Dave Chessex. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I forgot. Dave, Dave Chessex. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see how long I struggled to remember yeah. who Dave was? <laughs> but uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Dave was pretty thirsty. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, I got to get. Yeah, because he was like hitting on. Who was he hitting on? Someone who was older? Jenna and Fiona and. Fiona. Yeah. And then he wanted to just also be a known person at the school so that he could kind of like bump his standing. That's a good um, So he's trying to get into the anti grapevine, which still to this day, no one has explained the anti grapevine. Mm-hmm. It just exists. 
<laughs> That's a great answer. That's a great answer. He is thirsty. He's thirsty for more than love. He's also thirsty for standing, which is an interesting mm-hmm. kind of spin on the whole jam. I went with a very um, sort of, what's the word I'm looking for? Like suppressed person mm-hmm. who lets that suppression out in a series of fan fiction stories about Declan the Vampire, and I went with Claire Grimes B. Oh, good call. <laughs> Claire and Paul, Claire Grimes Beach, thirstiest of all. Because if she just allow herself, because she, she gets like all bent, bummed out about like, this is turning me into like a, a terrible person because like I'm yeah. having horny fantasies about Declan. And it's like, girl, no, it's not have horny fantasies. That's what life is about. <laughs> it was a good one. So I went with one. the, I went with the great Claren Paul. Um, good call from breaking bad. All right. Whose turn is it to ask? My tr- it turn is mine. Me. It's mine. And for this one, um, this is, uh, we're getting into the best and the worst and the, overs and the unders and all of those things. Um, we are up to the most underrated. Who could it be now? I, who can it be now? I think, um, I think for my money, if you had, if I had to put money on it, mm-hmm. I would say that one hot minute is the most underrated peps album of all of the peps <laughs> albums. Cause that's what you're asking me, right? This is about what is the most underrated. Cause it's it's, it's Dave Navarro. It's the only time he was on that band and you know, so they don't, they don't really play a lot of those songs live anymore. So I would say one hot minute. Oh, you mean underrated Degrassi character? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you struggle with this one? I have an answer, but I don't like it. I, yeah. So I thought about it this way this time, because I think I change it a little bit sometimes when I do this, because I'm like, how do I want to approach this? Right. For me, I feel like underrated is someone that I didn't see enough of. Mm -hmm. And overrated is someone that I saw too much of. All right. So then I'm going to go with Shantae. That was my answer for underrated. But yeah. she was like pretty well represented this season, but never had like didn't really get an arc. She always had B stories and they were kind of boring. So I get it. And also underrated in the sense that I don't know what the like we like you literally just said. I need to know more about the anti grapevine and that's Shantae's yeah. whole gimmick. And tell me what this thing is. Are you even still doing yeah. it anymore? So I went with Shantae. I am positive there's a better answer. And I think that you probably have it. I mean, I think similar thinking, just different person, someone who we have had good storylines from before. And we, it did in the season, but I felt like for the most part, um, I did not see this person enough. Okay. Um, and I felt like, they really, this was someone who wasn't it more. And they suddenly were just like, Nope, we're not going to, we're going to pretend that like, you're not really here for the majority of the season, like one episode, the beginning. And then at the end, and that's Jane. Oh, Jane. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, I don't know. She became like a caricature for a while. And she would just say like ridiculous, like lines and then be gone from the episode. And I was like, what happened to Jane who like, we got that, abuse storyline at the end of last season and then it's just been like oh it's done i'm switching my answer that's the right answer but shantae is also like a really good one because i totally agree that i felt like 
the Danny Shantae dating storylines like were not great. So I will say I'm not changing my answer, but I do think that Jane is underrated. And I think even to take it a step further, I think she's underrated by the fan base of the show. Yeah, I agree, too. I, I think there's a she's one of my favorite characters, I would say. I think that there is a, a good portion of the fan base that w- that don't like her, that will say that yeah. I don't like that character. And mm-hmm. I can't blame them because they really like put her in a shitty position, especially yeah. throughout this season. Yeah. And, but so, but I think she's underrated. I agree. I, I'm not changing my answer, but I think that's a really mm-hmm. good answer. Yeah. Now we're getting into these ones where I'm a little bit, uh, yanky dinky on, so mm-hmm. I'm happy to ask you, Rach, who did you have mm-hmm. as the most overrated character on the show? It's not Blue, because we didn't see him enough. Yeah. Um, but this is someone that I never wanted to see. Ooh. And that person is Riley. Yeah, yeah. Riley had what could have been, like, had a strong two-parter, and then another episode later, which, like, not a lot, other than, like, Hot Pete and, like, Holly J, not a lot of other people are getting that kind of screen time. Yeah. Um, I guess Allie and stuff too, but like, I just, I just, and I hate to say this, but I'm like, I don't know if it's the writing, if it's the acting, but like, it's just, I don't, it doesn't do anything for me. And it's so sad because it could be a really interesting story, but like, I don't know, that actor sucks. <laughs> I just wish that they were doing more to explore the coming out process as it relates to like, an athlete to somebody who is Mm. dealing with it from that perspective, because I feel like Degrassi has, has done the story already, but there are so many different nuanced ways to approach that story. And Mm -hmm. it's not that they haven't brought it up. They've definitely Mm -hmm. mentioned it and they've definitely like leaned into it at least once where Mm -hmm. it was like about, I can't because of the team or whatever. But mm-hmm. we've what we've never gotten is the perspective from the team, really. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's kind of like why what I'm craving. So I'm mm-hmm. not ready to put him there yet because I'm still interested to see kind of where that story takes him. Um, yeah, and I also, I also, I also wish that they gave him a little more backstory, like because why is he? Yeah. yeah, like why, why does he feel this way? Like I felt like they really didn't give us much. I don't know, and maybe I don't always want that from other people, but there's something that's just so flat about the whole thing that I think the actor is not very good too. Yeah, I think we've been through that. Which, sorry, uh, what's his name? Mm-hmm. You probably know it. Riley Stavros. Wow, don't you don't know the actor's name. Arg- Argus something. I don't know. He had like a Greek name. Oh yeah. I don't know. But the reason I (laughs) didn't pick him as overrated is because I think I take overrated a little bit too literally because Mm -hmm. I don't think that people like him. Like, I don't think that he's a character that people like I love Riley. Yeah. And I don't necessarily know that the person I'm going to say is a person. Argyris Karras. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. You know, of course. Argyris. Uh, I'm not sure the person that I'm going to say is necessarily someone who is is beloved either, but I think maybe a little bit more so than Riley. And I'm going to go with Sav. Um, uh, I don't like Sav. I don't know no. if that's controversial. I don't like him. I, the thing is, I like Sav in theory, but this season I hate Sav. He's my least. He's the character I actively think is bad, meaning mm-hmm. meaning as a person. I think he's a shitty person. 
Mm-hmm. I think he's so self-absorbed. I think he's so up his own ass, which is the same thing. I just said it two different ways. And he so has this, like, he's such a teenage boy, delusions of, like, grandeur. And the way he treats Anya, and it's not just during the um, stuff with the arranged marriage thing. It's Mm -hmm. before that. It's the way she's just sort of, like, his hanger-on. And that's how Mm -hmm. he treats her. And when she finds something else, he's, like, so weirded out by it that, I mean, ultimately he comes around. But he has that whole thing. So for me, I'm just like, Get the get fucked, Sev. I don't mm-hmm. like this guy. I'm not saying mm-hmm. he he can't turn it around. He's a mm-hmm. I like the actor. He's a good actor. Mm-hmm. But I I say Sev, go piss up a flagpole, dude. Overrated. <laughs> All right, worst couple. No, oh, yes. Y- are you going this to me? Is, uh... or am I going to you? I go to you. Savanya Banania for me. Again, like more mm-hmm. of the same, more of the same. Mm-hmm. The toxic vibe of the whole thing. This this sort of like male dominated. Will you will you be his queen in her castle? Like in his castle? And and look, she, Anya goes along for the ride a little bit on that, too. Mm-hmm. She's sort of and I, that whole thing is very weird about like the pregnancy thing, which is funny. I'm sure we'll get to it at some point. But yeah, that's why I think, I mean, obviously like Johnny DeMarco and Allie was not a great pairing, but like in some Mm -hmm. ways showing his friends, the naked pictures of Allie, notwithstanding, like take that Mm -hmm. out of the equation. They had a weirdly more mature relationship, like than Savanya Banania. I loved to say Savanya Banania. So, so, so when it was over, I was like sad. I wouldn't be able to say it anymore, but for the last yeah. time, Savanya Banani is my worst couple. How about you? Uh, I have Savanya Banani yes! as well. Yes, that is a dingy, dingy And tongue-tongue. funny that you mentioned it, I also wrote down slash Allie and Johnny because I was thinking the exact same thing where I was like, mm, that was really terrible, but their relationship wasn't bad overall. It was just, and I mean, Savanya Banani's relationship wasn't bad overall, but this season it was horrible. Overall, it was like there were moments when it was cute and when they felt like they were on equal playing field, but then suddenly like and Sav. It wasn't even just Sav because remember True. when Anya is like pretending that everything's okay because that's how you win him back? Yes. And yes. then also lying about taking the pill. Like, <laughs> right. Just like, I was like, oh, this is just bad on all counts. Like the other one that I thought of while you were talking about it, but I it didn't stand out enough. Either of these is definitely still worse um, in my mind as of a couple was um, Riley and Fiona. Right. When. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I kind of didn't even think of them because they were such obviously like a phony couple, but they were bad. too. Yeah. There really weren't many good couples. Just to to go back one more time, though, to Savanya Banania. And this is another reason why I fucking hate Sav is because mm-hmm. after Anya did pull that stuff to try to get him back and he, th- his whole reaction, like, I can never trust you. You're such a liar. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you've just spent a season lying about things to this poor mm-hmm. girl. So, mm-hmm. again, Sav, get fucked. Mm-hmm. All right. Who asks? You get to oh, a- you ooh, ask me. Here we go. I see this one is hard for me because. Oh, really? Me, Oh, I know who you, I know who it is. Yeah. I know who it is. It's Emma and Emma and Spinner. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh yeah, I can't believe neither of us said Emma and Spinner is worst couple. <laughs> because 
there were things that were far worse, which goes to show that this was not a great yeah. season. Who do you got, Rach, for the best couple of the season? Uh, Jane and Declan. No, that's not who I went <laughs> with. I went with... <laughs> out holly j and Declan. yeah that's what i figured you were gonna say yeah um that's the right answer. they they had a for the most part like a very adult relationship they talked through all the things that happened it was really all we got out of declan as a character was like in relationship to holly j but that's fine. yeah that's true no that's the right answer that's the right mm -hmm. answer i have a funny answer so earlier mm -hmm. in this episode we talked emma and we, yeah, Spinner. we talked about the best beef and we <laughs> talked about hot Peter and methamphetamine. And I, but one mm -hmm. thing you got to know is it's if you, where there is strong hatred, oftentimes there is an even stronger love. So I went with best couple being hot Peter <laughs> and methamphetamine. The two things that go together, like, I don't know. Fucking. I like how you've had that for two answers. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost didn't do it for uh, beef because I knew I was going to do it for this. But then I was like, fuck mm -hmm. it. You got to you have both beef and love. It's it's fights and love, fights and love. Because mm -hmm. he loved methamphetamine mm -hmm. so fucking much that he became so addicted to it within a 24 hour uh, cycle. Mm -hmm. And then fought with it so much that he kicked it in another 24 hour cycle. So God bless him. Yeah. The answer is the answer, of course, is Holly J and Declan. They had a very mature relationship for the most part until Declan like yeah. yelled at her at, at TVM. Yeah, but then they worked through yeah, it. Absolutely. And I felt like it oh, was but a, also his sister got rage. Yeah. You are forgetting that Declan went into her, hacked her email and, and got her. Oh, true, <laughs> true. But she seemed okay. She with was good. It, with so it. I feel like it's still the right answer. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I, there weren't a lot of good relationships in this season because, like, Casey breaks up with Claire to start going out with Jenna. And then Dave and Allie are having this, like, fun friendship, but it's not really anything yet. No, yeah. And, like, yeah, Jay and Manny, who we see, like, once together in this whole season. Yeah, no way, no way. There's really not a lot. Um, Leah and... Shantae and Danny, I would almost say, except for that, again, both their main, like, both times that they have a B story... It's like Danny being shit yeah. at Shante. So also not really a great couple. And either. also because we've got rest in peace Leia and Danny, which was such a oh such god, a yeah, yeah. I mean Jane and Spinner, she's lying to him this whole season. I know. I would love to say Jane and Spinner. You know what? Not to get back on the movie, but the way that the mm -hmm. show just like discarded this relationship that was like so pivotal and great is like mm -hmm. so annoying. So annoying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, after Mia leaves, Peter doesn't date anyone except for that Victoria lady who gets her him hooked on meth. Oh, yeah, Victoria. Uh, but yeah. she gets off it, but she does not really off it. She's lying. Yeah, yeah. All right, so moving on. After Best Couple. Ooh, this is a good one. We get to Worst Kiss. Worst Kiss. What was the worst kiss in this season? Yes, Fiona and Declan, but only because like it wasn't as scandalous as I had hoped it to be. Same. That's what I also wrote I wanted down. it to be like actual. <laughs> what a, what a creep. I wanted them to actually be having a relationship. I did too. I was like expecting it to be more after hearing about it for so long. And then I was like, oh, it's literally just like a performative thing. And they call it yeah, twins yeah. In, the, in the papes. In the papes. So yeah, that's so we both dung on Fiona and Declan there. 
Good stuff. Yeah. So now, Rach, we pivot from the worst kiss of the season mm-hmm. to what we like to call the best kiss. What, that's what anyone would mm-hmm. call it, I guess. Or the hottest. What's the hottest kiss? Mm. Um, I think that there were some good kisses in the season. I can't remember them very well, which goes to show that, like, I'll normally write down like hot kiss in my notes. If there was a hot kiss, there's only one time that I wrote that down. And that is in Claire's fantasies. Those were some hot vampire kisses. Yeah. Vampire neck biting. Yeah. That's the right answer. Yeah. Madame. You're talking. That's the right answer. That's also it. Oh, sorry. Yes. Madame Madame Degrassi Degrassi and Declan the vampire. Declan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This might be the first time it's ever happened. Pour one out. He gets bet. He's on the best and worst side of the kisses, which we done wow, on. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we done on both kisses and Declan. So congratulations. And neither one of them is either of the women he dates in this season. <laughs> so he kissed four different people in this season. Declan, God, he down. might be the thirstiest. No, he wasn't thirsty. They were coming to him. They oh, were coming true, to him true. to quench that thirst. The thirst receiver. Yeah, he's not thirsty <laughs> in slight at all. Yeah, he's the thirst quencher. He's the Gatorade of this season. <laughs> totally. Best Gatorade will be our new category. Best Gatorade. <laughs> I like that. Oh, man. Um. So, Pat, you know this is a favorite of I mine. I know. You love lines. I have such a hard I love lines. I love lines. Um. I know it's hard to recall all the lines in this season, um, but if you had to choose one, what would be your best line for season nine? Um, probably popcorn peanuts looking at big butts. I don't know from episode nine oh seven. From episode nine nine oh seven, innocent when you dream. That's not nine oh seven. Um, I had, I had a booyah. Welcome to the club because, but again, recency bias. Yeah. But then are just talking about, um, Natty Zavitz and Johnny DeMarco having a fight. I remember how tickled I was when, uh, Natty Zavitz shows up at the, uh, pool hall is that where they are? The pool hall, yeah, to the find pool Johnny hall. slash calamari to club. Find Johnny there after Johnny said he w- wouldn't be going out, and he sees him and he says, "Well, well, well, looky here," which is really funny. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna stick with Booyah, welcome to the club, because I choose mm-hmm. to believe that welcome to the club means welcome to the club of people that have fucked specifically Declan. And that mm-hmm. to me is very funny. And I got to give Jane a little love here. So I'm going to mm-hmm. stick with that. Although, well, 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 looky here is, uh, it's really fun. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> what do you got, Rach? There's two people who regularly, I think, get the best dialogue in this yeah. show. And so they both had a really good line. And I think that I'm going to go with the one that is like the runner up oh, first. I love it. Of one, and that is Holly J. Oh, yeah. When she's talking to, oh gosh, who is she talking to? It's in episode 909, which is Waiting for a Girl Like You. I cannot remember who exactly she is talking to because it's been a while since I watched it. Maybe it's been a while. 
I think it's Declan. Maybe I don't know. We have yes, and she says, she, "I know it's it's been a while since we've done. It's yeah, been a while." Um, so she says, "You like low maintenance data, Honda." That's a good line. And then the other person who, without fail, got me laughing every single fucking time was Hot Peter. And it was just the casual way of him saying things. Like, remember when he invited Riley up to the club because he's like, yeah, you can pretend to be a hetero. We won't mind. <laughs> like, you just say ridiculous things. But this is from the first episode of the season when Mia's about to go to France and he's just like sad and he's like, what am I going to do? And he says, Mia, I tasted fame or whatever. Being regular sucks. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. There's a lot of or whatevers in Hot Pete's dialogue that i love that's pretty good because that is definitely how he would talk so yeah i like that those are good answers all around beautiful uh, stuff good lines yes. from everybody yeah so is this me to you now this is the best episode mm -hmm. are we up to the best episode no i'm Sorry. up to best storyline oh, story all right rach yeah best storyline worst storyline then best episode worst story but Rach, what do you got for best storyline? This is a tough one, too. I always feel like it's like, oh, how do you choose one when you love LARPing so much? And that was so funny. And I'm like, yeah. I really want to give LARPing its own yeah. thing. But I, my favorite one, because of the swiftness which with it happens and the going there of it was Peter's meth addiction. But LARPing gets a, a you know, a runner up status. Yeah, Peter's meth addiction is is un, it's uh, it cannot be contested. It is no Degrassi at its finest and craziest. Yes. And just the idea that they expect everyone to just be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. He's fully addicted. And the fact that we talk about it all the time, you know, it yeah. has come up so much. And it's like serious, but it's also so funny. <laughs> and it happened a half a half a year, like a semester ago, because this is right. like one semester and like no one mentions it anymore. Really? It is just a tremendous bit of business. <laughs> um, I also so shout great. out to Madame Degrassi, which mm, is a yes, great yes. fun story. It's not as great. I mean, it's a it's a funny like visual and it's funny that it happens, mm -hmm. but it's not like mm -hmm. bowl me over like the way Peter's standing in that traffic median is. No, the story isn't getting to me quite as yeah. much as yeah. Peter standing. Great in the job. Medium. Great job. Best storyline. Shoot. It hit me. All right, Pat. What's the worst storyline? I mean, are we, are we going to mince? Uh, we're going to like uh, split hairs here. I mean, it's, it's gotta be, the marriage, right? It's got to be, uh, it's the oh. opposite end of things happening at such a rapid pace with mm. Peter, with hot Peter. It's so mm -hmm. fun and silly. Mm -hmm. And with this, it's so like destroying the fucking yeah. core narrative of your show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. I probably should have picked that one. Also, I did not pick There's that one. There's a lot one. of people coming out for Spinner and Emma on the Facebook page. We even got an email. I got to write, we're going to write Keely back. It's a good, which, excellent email um, of people who yeah. love it. And listen, I love if you love it. If you fucking love it and it speaks to you, I think that's amazing. Love what you love. It's great, mm -hmm. great stuff. I disagree vehemently. And it's not even that I'm sitting here going, Spinner and Emma 
can never spin a. I said spin a and Emma because I like ended it with an A. Like they both uh, that Spinner <laughs> and Emma cannot ever get together. I'm not suggesting that. What I'm saying is that the rapid pace with which that happened, the not giving any sort of room to like let them find each other and he just broke up with a woman he loves she is going mm-hmm. through a whole like she's supposed to be like the smartest person in Degrassi and the most capable person and she found out that like she couldn't hack it in college they are both going through traumatizing things to so to celebrate this obviously foolhardy mm-hmm. way in which to deal with these two separate traumas. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying celebrated from a, from a fan perspective. I'm saying from like a, uh, uh, spike and snake perspective or like to be like, this is a great mm-hmm. idea. Aces is also like, so like, so unbelievable. Uh, so yeah, I think that, mm-hmm. that for me is, is, is my worst storyline is Spema. That, it makes a lot of sense. And I kind of wish that I had thought about it in that way. But I think that when I wrote it a shocking moment, I was thinking more about how right. surprised I, mean, I was about the yeah. whole thing. But in the same vein, um, the one that I chose is one that I've mentioned a couple times, but I didn't want to point out that it's what I've chosen for this. And it's the the two episodes that explore Danny and Shantae's relationship. Mm. Because I felt like they really didn't give, like, this is Danny's last season. He's been an interesting character. And, like, we finally get something from Shantae. And it's like, oh, your boyfriend doesn't want to pay for your dinner. Like, like, what? Like, it was just so stupid. It was like, that one in particular was, like, one of my least favorite B stories, I think, in this entire season. And I was like, what am I watching? Like, this is so boring. And I feel like it doesn't give the characters much to work with. And that's what I hated because like I was saying before, I feel like this, ep- uh, this season is high highs and low lows. Like, you know, Peter is addicted to meth and like, is fine by the end of it. But like, Oh, we're going like a real roller coaster ride there. And then it's like, Danny doesn't want to split the check because he paid less for his coffee. I'm like, what? Like, this is something that you think we need. And I guess we can't always go there at 10, but we can at least be like fun right. when we go there at two. Well, class, like we had two steering yeah, wheel yeah, episodes yeah. this season. Like, and, but then the other ones were like so bad. Like Emma's going to ride her bike across Canada and like Kelly is back and he doesn't want to be vegan anymore. I'm sorry. This is a story. Those are bad stories. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. I'm totally yeah. with you. I really like that answer to the Shantae Danny thing because it just really it fucks those characters like give them something yeah yeah anyway, that's a good one good good stuff on there we got a lot of good answers yeah yeah sorry i felt very strongly about that well we're down to the final three though best episode is now yeah all right rach mm-hmm. or are you talking to me? this is me? this is tough because like i said there were two steering wheel episodes in this season And there's some like, I mean, I wanted to, part of me really wanted to go with the meth one because that was actually like probably some of the most entertaining television in this. But my heart said I had to go with Innocent When You Dream, which is the Twilight fanfic one, because I loved that episode so much that I texted you and said, I can't wait till you get to watch this. So Innocent When You Dream was my runner up. No question Mm -hmm. about it. I love it. It's so fun. Mm, Let's see. Uh, But... You just spoke to it. I, I had to go with the, yeah. whole, the pilot, the, uh, the pilot, the first two episodes of the yeah. season, the two-parter. Bam, 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 ba, da, bam, 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 bam. 
Just can't get enough of that Just meth. Just can't get enough of the sweet, sweet meth train. I got to hop on it. Mm-hmm, I got to mm-hmm. take it to a traffic median and I got to shiver while I call my mother. And that was like, it, they not only like was the, everything with Peter and the meth good, but it was like we met Jenna and Claire became friends with Jenna in that first B story. And the second one is when Holly J and Blue kind of break up because Blue's being such a dick. And he's like, why can't you just be this person I imagine you to be? Yeah. <laughs> and yes. then we never hear from Blue Chessex again. Blue Chessex can get fucked. Um, shout out to, uh, also the episodes, the, the, the KC with the coach episodes. Those mm-hmm. are pretty fucking gnarly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those were, I mean, they were very well done, but obviously I can't, I didn't enjoy them because no, it was no, hard to no, watch. No, 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 no. Those, Whereas those... like Peter getting addicted to meth and then getting over it was also a fun romp for all mm. of us. <laughs> Well, at that point, we also still kind of hated Peter. You know, oh, so it yeah, was like, yeah, if you're yeah, going to do true. it to anybody, do it to Peter. Um, all right. Nice. Okay. So ooh, this is a special memorial uh, award that we give out. Um, it's named for Mike Lobel, who plays Jay famously early in the show, as you all know, because you've all watched it along with us. Um, if you haven't already seen it previously. Um, so we call this one the Lobel sleaze prize for the sleaziest person in the season. And I think this is kind of a no brainer, but I mean, we'll see if we don't ding together. A no brainer, huh? Yeah. Who was really sleazy? Sav? Is that what you're thinking? No, I mean. I don't have Sav. I don't have Sav. I'm just trying to. Yeah. Well, I have two people. Well. Okay. (sighs) I have one person. And I feel like this was, uh, I thought about it for a while and I was like, oh, hell no, no one but this person. This person is definitely the sleaziest. You just talked about what it was, too. I think I want you to go first because I okay. need to know what this is. Yeah, and I'm curious. You have to tell me who yours are. And I'm gonna, going and to you know that I'm going to change yeah. it to whatever you're going to say oh, right yeah. now. But I will tell you who I had on, on there. Okay. Because I'm not, not happy with it. Okay. Hands down, it's Coach Carson. Oh, fucking God damn it. <laughs> Because right? I wasn't thinking about like lead characters. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, put it in a rocket ship and send it to space. Of course, it's Coach Carson. Yeah, Jesus yes. Christ! <laughs> I can't even. I had Jane and Declan together because they like cheated oh, on Spinner. Oh, but yeah, I now yeah, I get but it. But that's not sleazy. Like I was unhappy, no. so unhappy with that answer because it's not sleazy. It's teenage shit that mm-hmm. teenagers yeah. do. They fuck other people. So yeah. I'm so happy that you went first and I can just p- piggyback yeah. on your answer. Yeah. Because that is obviously the right answer. Jesus yeah. heavens. Coach well, Carson. I, I kept thinking about that storyline and I was like, where does that fit in these? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. The sleaze prize. <laughs> I guess I just was only thinking of like main characters, like opener characters. And I was like, mm-hmm. nobody. Yes, that's a great answer. Fuck them. It's Coach Carson. Mm-hmm. Coach Carson Daly. Yes, oh Coast boy, this is it. Oh, this is it. We, we're down to the final. I'm surprised we're here already. We didn't have a lot of like trying to win the other one over or. I thought this was a hard one this time. Mm-hmm. But um, do you go or do I go? Well, I, I've made you go first. So why don't you make me go first? Okay. So this is our last one where we pick an overall MVD for the season. There's 
a lot of characters in Degrassi in this season, and I know that a lot of them are leaving, so we're going to cull a lot of that excess in the next season, and maybe it'll make it easier. But it's hard when there are so many people and they're trying to do so many stories. Um, There's people that I feel like they are trying to, you know, like in early on, like Emma is like the main character, and I feel like there's certain people that like they try to push into that role as we go along. But then there's also the ones that I'm just like, I like this person. Like they, you know, always make me feel good. They make me laugh. I like their stories, et cetera, et cetera. And like, I think that as far as like the Emma character, I feel like they're pushing Holly J and then they will push Claire Mm -hmm. like into those roles at different points. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, obviously like people like Spinner hang around for forever. And then I think there's some people like that who are younger who will be around for a while too. But, um, all that uh, <laughs> long intro aside, Pat, mm-hmm. who did you pick for your overall MVP? Um, well, it was a hard one for me mm-hmm. because I'm uh, echoing your sentiments. It's hard when there There's really so doesn't feel like there is a person they're focusing on mm-hmm. to sort of like take this show over. Because yeah. I agree that I think it's it's certainly going to be Claire, but Claire's not really in this season for and no. not, that's not to say that that person would automatically be the MVP. It's, I don't think we've ever picked that person as the MVP. But no, like we, we picked a lot of Spinner and Manny early on, but they're pretty like main characters, I would say, yes. out of like the show. Yeah. And they orbit around that sort of like main person, but because we don't really and have And there's that. that episode where Claire is just holding up the trays that she made as prop master Claire. And yep. I'm like, that's not enough. Yep. Well, I'm going to say that. I'm not even going to make a Peps joke here, mm-hmm. which is what I was going to do. I was going to say like... John Frusciante is who yeah. you're going with? No, yeah. I was going to be like, oh, um, <laughs> Sir Psycho Sexy. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the person that I'm always happy to see. I'm not going to go with Jane because mm-hmm. although I, she's just not she's just not around enough and she does too many like stupid things booyah welcome to the club I like love that. Yeah. she got her she got her her, her flowers for some fun things mm-hmm. this season mm-hmm. but i am gonna go with someone who i'm like i know is gonna do something funny mm-hmm. she's this person's gonna nail a line or like have mm-hmm. a moment and i also think that this person had one of the more satisfying arcs of the mm-hmm. season which is important Yes. So I'm going to go with Holly J. I think this was Holly J's season. Mm-hmm. This is her breakout season. This is where she goes from being like the queen bee mean girl to like still having that, but mm-hmm. also becoming a more well-rounded character who kind of like, and it's really like her friendship with Spinner that mm-hmm. I love a lot that helps with mm-hmm. that. So I'm going to go Holly J. I just looked back to double check and I went with Holly J slash Jane for the last season because I think that I felt very strongly about that. And I do feel like Holly Jane is uh, Holly Jane. Holly Jane. No, that's true. (laughs) I feel like Holly J is really poised as like a main character in this. And I do always like like you said, I do always enjoy her um, lines and her presence. And she's become like someone I really enjoy. And she's not just a mean girl. Right. Yeah. That said, I did not go with Holly J. Great. I am shocked. Oh, my goodness. And you will be shocked, too. I don't even want to know. I 
could not have imagined this day. Oh, I know exactly. You know what? Not only do I know it, I know it. I, I knew it. I thought it <laughs> as, before we even you started the whole preamble. I was like, I know who Rachel's picking. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Go ahead. It's Don't. hot Peter. It's hot Peter. Look at the world we are in today that I have picked hot Peter Lacus. If this is your first time listening to the show, that's Peter Hot Sue Lacus's. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, that's Hot, hot, hot Sue Lacus's son, Hot Peter Lacus's. Um, I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. I knew you were going to. I, 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 who I, knew I, that we we hated Peter so much at like the beginning of season five when he was introduced. Dead. And now I'm just like, I he's my favorite character on the show. I'm always happy when I see Peter. You know what Peter has gone through in a lot of ways is. Mm-hmm. So it's the Spinner rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. But the difference being Spinner rehabilitated himself like to his friends in order to get back in their good graces. Whereas he never kind of left ours. We always yeah. sort of like sided with him or we yeah. like understood that there was a lot more nuance to what was going on than what they were mm-hmm. kind of like putting on to Spinner. So we were always mm-hmm. kind of rooting for, P- for Spinner. But Peter had to do that to us. Mm-hmm. Peter had to like rehabilitate himself for us. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes a long way. Like I really yes. do. Yeah. He's such because a goon. We were introduced to him and we we're like, this guy is an asshole. Like, which we didn't feel like that about Spinner when he we were first. He was a horrible asshole. The first thing he's like releasing videos of Manny on the internet. And then he kept doing like terrible things. Mm-hmm. He was like, Bad to like Darcy, I think it went. I don't remember, yeah. but he did bad stuff a lot. Yeah. And now, yeah, he's just like a goofy comic relief character who also gave us um, Just Can't Get Enough, which is. Oh my God. So good. Also- and like when um, Farah comes in, he's like, who? <laughs> like, is she hot? <laughs> he also more. managed to date every like top oh my god woman in he's he's not dating anyone in this entire season though which is wild to me after he dated darcy and mia yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and emma remember he dated emma for a oh while god too. yes yeah. emma they were hiding it from yes from manny yeah. yeah so we talked about it we know that pre-season 10 there was the infamous shark in the water promo video um we've seen it before I would say we probably neither of us really watched any of this chunk of Degrassi. I maybe caught a random episode or two, Um, but I know who most of the characters are, but there are a few people that I'm like, not a hundred percent sure that's that person because I'm like, Oh, I've heard this name, but I couldn't tell you if this person with dark hair is this person or if there's someone else. So we have both watched the promo Shark in the Water with Vivi Brown, um, and we're going to go through uh, our thoughts on it. So now Degrassi was going to be canceled, and then they went to them and said, we're going to do two-parters every week or something. Right? <laughs> Let's just say that's what happened. I don't remember. I don't know the details. <laughs> and so that then, works for so, me. <laughs> so then they make this promo. It's a gr- fucking... Oh, absolutely great yeah. i would have been insane yeah for yeah. it it's great um buried as a shock in Moana. good song great song what do you think of the song love the carnival theme reminds me of euphoria season one mm-hmm. oh yeah very euphoria season fun. two is where it's at though. um so we have a lot of our old characters but we have a lot of new people too 
Yeah, and we know who sure some were. of I didn't those new people so are. I'm assuming Declan is gone. Yeah, I'm. I'm almost positive. I saw something about that that actor wanted to leave after this season. So I'm assuming that we don't get a lot of Declan in a deck deck. Oh sure. We just have. Fee- I don't know how Fifi decides that she wants to go back to Tor- Toronto to school, but then deck deck wants to stay in new york in the promo fifi's just putting makeup on. yes but it, it looked like she had a bruised eye so Ooh, i'm seeing a, a salt storyline there i didn't say didn't um that. we start off with had, riley so mm-hmm. that's thrilling that he will be back i can't wait for that oh looks like God. looks like he's gonna have some sort of a pissing contest with that new guy because they're yeah. hitting on the thing yeah the boom, the boom and i believe that was drew but we'll find out. True. I, I was like, I know some of these characters. I recognize them. But then there's other ones I don't totally know. So like apologies if I get it wrong. We'll f- but I'll learn soon. This is the fun of it. Yeah, we're going to learn. That's the yeah. joy. This is what then we're we thinking right now. Yeah. So we have Adam and we both know Adam's story. Sure. Yeah. That 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 is that's a that'll be a compelling. Yes. story. I'm sure. And then we had and- three quick. uh people in succession or well it was like four technically and i believe the first one is imogen but i'm not 100 percent sure that's who that is i know that that's a character who comes in um and then we see anya mm-hmm. two-faced liar the two-faced girl it mm-hmm. said. so i guess she's gonna lie about something yeah and i think i know what it is oh what is it do you want to know yeah she's gonna lie about being pregnant Oh, I know God. that that's a story that happens at some point. So I'm assuming. Have? Yes. So I'm oh. assuming that that is going to be her storyline. I don't know what Imogen's is. I'm not super psyched about that for Anya, to be honest, if I'm no. saying the truth. No, I'm not either. Um, we see Casey and Jenna. Mm-hmm. Casey and Jojo. Casey and Jojo. Um, <laughs> and I know that at some point, Jojo gets pregnant. So I wonder if that's what is going to be in season 10. But it says she doesn't even know her own secret. That's what it says. Like Mm, the girl mm -hmm. who doesn't know her secret. Well, maybe she's like, it's one of those, like um, she goes to the bathroom and has a baby. Like that kind of thing. (laughs) It could be. It could be. We don't know. Oh my God. I just shit a baby. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. And then Turn. next, next we see Connor on a, <laughs> dunk, a tank. dunk tank, yes, and some guy who I don't know who that is, who's a new mm-hmm. character with dark hair. Um, he uh, <laughs> knocks Connor in the water, and Connor might be the shark in the water. Maybe that's Baby, what it's. Baby, there's a Connor in the water. You beat me to it. I was just about to do it. You beat me to it. <laughs> And we have like Dave and Wesley looking on. Connor. Well, they looked like they were going to try to go kiss Allie in the kissing booth. Yeah. But then the other guy who was fighting with Riley. Kissed who I think is Drew. Yeah. Drew. Yeah. Connor. I'll tell you what Connor's storyline is going to be in season 10. It's going to be that I fall in love with him. I think that's what I'm <laughs> expecting. I think Connor's going to become because I really like him already. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping that we get more of him. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great character. Yeah. Then we see Sev mm-hmm. on a big target and yeah, Shantae was... and Holly J yeah. are there throwing knives at him. And ho- I think that what is really going to be happening there is that Holly J is going to go into a business where she sells tiny hats. 
because she, she can't Holly work at the dot gonna... anymore because they're still fixing it because you know and emma's just gonna start working there so she needs a new side gig holly j is gonna create etsy yeah that's like what's gonna happen there she's gonna single-handedly create yeah. Etsy. someone's gonna um, try to stab sav <laughs> That's definitely going to happen. But it did look like there was going to be some Holly J. Sav stuff, which mm-hmm, I can't mm-hmm. imagine how that will work out. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm that. intrigued by that that overlap. Um, and then we already talked about Fiona. So the only other thing that they hint at is that we meet the great Eli with Claire and Claire's doing some tarot. Yeah. And everyone thinks the death card is bad, but the death card and tarot, because I'm a white lady, so clearly I know what tarot means. <laughs> is uh about change um but i i know some stories that are i know that we get a lot of eclair over the next few seasons um i don't know when and how their relationship starts and ends i know that eli drives a hearse oh god i know that do you want to know things that are coming up yeah i don't care I know that there is a pregnancy at some point and I know that Claire. Claire, Yeah. And I know there's a, that Claire gets cancer also. So Claire, Jenna and Anya have Mm -hmm. a, have pregnancy storylines in the same season. Maybe in the same season, maybe it's over three. Right. Okay. Gotcha. You know, you got to spread out those teen pregnancies. All right. I'm here for it. Let's do it. I'm, I'm excited. Ready. I'm not ready to watch 44 minutes of Degrassi every week, but you know, it's really just Degrassi became an hour long show and they pretended yeah. it was just two half hours, yeah. which yeah. is like pretty dumb. But I will say what I think we could sort of like when we were doing the movie, we didn't really mention like that was like the series finale of the next yeah. generation. Yeah. So we're on to new stuff, man. You know we're what gonna... they don't do anymore? Starting with season 10. What? No Shyler Stone. There's no freeze frame. We sort of forgot to stop doing that. We stopped. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because they hadn't been that interesting recently. But, you know, we, you know, we bring it up every so often. Baby, there's a Shiloh Stone in the water. <laughs> Shark in the water, baby. I'm excited. I'm excited mm-hmm. for season 10. It's like a it's a new it's a renewal of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Baptism by fire. Some new characters, some new stories. Let's get fucked. Let it fuck us. I'm going to let it fuck me. <laughs> you're gonna love it i'm gonna let season 10 fuck me i swear to god I'm, I'm ready for it let's do it so we'll be back next week with degrassi no colon degrassi yeah yeah just degrassi Mike, it's just michael grassy next week it's just michael grassy <laughs> poor michael grassy we gave him a hard time for that movie but i know he was one of four writers for it so oh. Michael Grassy, are you, we, Michael Grassy might have pitched that story. Mm-hmm. You know who would be great together? Emma and Spinner. Yeah. Shut up, Michael. Just because the, the show sounds like your name doesn't mean <laughs> we give you all the picks. Oh, Follow man. us on Instagram, SparklesBest28. Go to the Patreon, please. The Patreon is where it's at. Patreon.com slash Deemp. We have a Facebook group. Give us a five-star review, rate, review, and subscribe. I don't know. Rate, just, or just write a fucking review. That would be great. We love reviews. You can send us an email at everyepisodever at gmail.com. And that's it, man. We did it. Season nine's yeah. in the books. We're getting inching closer to finishing this whole thing. Yeah, it's only going to take another five years. Oh, yeah, I think so. With the fact that this took us about a year. 
Yeah. But baby, yeah. there's a shark in the water. Oh, always. there is. There is. So we'll be back next week. And until then, good night. And grilled cheese, definitely. And grilled cheese, definitely. Um, Actually, by the way, is grilled cheese definitely a line from this season? I think it's from season eight. All right. But same school year. Okay. I know it would have been the, I think it was earlier because I think we didn't have that much Mia in this one. That's when Holly J. Well, Mia, it's the first, yeah, you're right. Because she's like getting interviewed for being yeah. a, like a model now, but then yeah. she leaves. Oh yeah. It's Paris. my, it's my season eight year book. Best line. Okay. Grilled cheese. Definitely. <laughs> also, um, can I get you a block of cheese to go with your humongous meathead? <laughs> That's my other one. That's a good one, too. And if you could be any kind of bread, what would you be? (laughs) Also a good one. We discussed that. I don't remember what we said. Oh, man. Sure, it was a good discussion. It's in the archives, everybody. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody.